Hey, this is Bike Talk, and we have some very special guests today from the Bicycle Kitchen. We have Molly and Ryan. Hi, what guys. Up? What Hi. up? How's it going? Good, good. So, um, sorry I'm starting late, but it, so you are in the middle of fundraising right now. Can you tell me about that and how it's going and what your goals are? Yeah, so we decided um, earlier this year that we really needed to sort of have our first ever fundraising campaign. Um, it's going to be fun. It was, it, we, start, we kicked it off uh, earlier this year, and it's going to go until mid-June, and we have uh, a goal of raising $55,000, and That's a lot of fives. <laughs> and, and that's because you were been open five years. Yeah, because we've been at our current location um, at Heliotrope and Melrose for five years now, and um, we've got a whole bunch of exciting things coming up uh, in the next couple of years, and we just want to make, we want to be able to ensure that that will be around for the next five years, the next 10 years, the next, you know, 25 years so that we can really keep the bike kitchen going. Yes. And you have another space opening up with the city, right? Mm-hmm. Can you tell me about that? Oh, dear. It's on um, Hollywood and Western. It's right above the uh, Red Line Metro, which is actually kind of cool as well because both of um, both of our areas now will be kind of connected by the Red Line. So if you can't bike there, you can always just hop on the Red Line. And, um, yeah, this space is going to be a little bit different. It's not going to be another kitchen, per se. Um, it's going to be a space where we're going to have more classes and also people that are more familiar with wrenching um, can come in and work on their bike. So there's not going to be as much cook supervision. Like, we won't be teaching as much. There'll be someone there to help, but it's more, you know, you know your bicycle, you're familiar with it, you want a place you can work on it, and you don't want to have to buy a whole set of tools then you can go to the um, Holly West and work on your bike. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a really great opportunity. We were, um, you know, re- awarded by the city this this space, and, and um, they really liked our, our business plan that we un- initially proposed, so they actually ended up giving us a larger space, and um, it's going to be built up. So it, it's a great opportunity. Um, we won't have to put... The only thing that we'll have to invest is is in the tools and that sort of thing. But it's a very it's very good and exciting opportunity, especially, you know, the, having the city offer this kind of um, opportunity for bikes is really exciting. Yeah, how'd you do that? I don't know how we were approached, <laughs> honestly. I, I'm sorry to say I don't know where it came. I um I think I came pretty late in the process. I know that. How it's long been going has it been going for, a for couple years. yeah, at least a couple years? Um, Kristen, who's been the main person working with it, has been really, really pushing uh, to get it going, and so it was really exciting when, you know, we took the vote and it actually passed that we were gonna we we're gonna take the space and, um, yeah, but I don't I'm not sure how we originally uh, approached. Um, I guess they probably because I think the uh, the space is also shared by other kind of similar nonprofits. Is that right, Molly? Do you know? I think so. Yeah. The space so. you're going to take is mm-hmm. has like more the, yeah. There's other spaces in there. Yeah, 
Uh-huh. And um, it's right over the subway. That's a great Yeah, yeah. Too. It's a really cool spot. And I th- we're also kind of hoping that, you know, being in a new location uh, will just bring in more people, different people that might not ever see the bike kitchen that's on mm-hmm. um, Heliotrope. And yeah. just kind of bring in a new crowd, maybe some new volunteers. So we're just kind of hoping then, hoping that it's it's gonna you know let bicycle kitchen grow and mm-hmm. you know get more people on bikes, get more people on bikes, <laughs> exactly. Well, you guys have a really clear mission at the bike kitchen. Yeah, yes. mm-hmm. get people <laughs> the, to ride. the The goal is just to empower people so that they feel like they are able to bike without any problems. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's really important. We think it's really important to educate people so that they can learn how to fix their own bikes. They don't feel intimidated about asking questions about, you know, really minor things like how do you change a tire um, to really complicated things like how do you put a bike together from scratch. Um, mm-hmm. And the educational component is really the the key, the key. Yeah, and it's it's really cool too. Like, I mean, there's definitely two things that really make me excited about volunteering. There is when you see someone come in and they just have, you know, they're no idea, super like wide eyed, like, Oh, I just kind of build a bike. Like, how do I, how do I do that? And then they're so excited when we say, well, we teach you how to do that. And then, you know, over a month or, you know, even shorter, if they come in a lot, you see them right away on this bike that they built and mm-hmm. they're so stoked. They're so excited. Mm-hmm. And it's just like an amazing feeling. And then they'll bring their friends in and you kind of see them kind of create this little bike culture within their friend group which is Mm -hmm. pretty cool too and then you almost you have a friendship with them too Mm -hmm. Mm. the coolest thing I've ever done is built my own bike yeah (laughs) hands down Mm -hmm. did you do it from the from the bottom yep I started with a frame and then I sort of collected um, wheels and and uh, seat post a saddle handlebars brakes various parts coming together yeah and and I (laughs) hazardly and I mean and and that's you know that's that's why I became a a cook at the at the kitchen is because you know that was the coolest thing I've ever done Mm. you feel Mm -hmm. you feel like very it's it's a very different sense of accomplishment than anything else I've ever done right when you're riding it it's like a it's like a new bond (laughs) yeah like I built this how did you know to get to come to the kitchen to build your bike in the first place um I found the kitchen uh, just sort of word of mouth. Um, I, I had um, my brother, bless his heart, had built me a bike, but he did a very poor job. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, my brakes didn't work, and Where is so he? he's he's in Salt Lake City. Oh, uh, oh that's right. Yeah. And uh, and so I I originally brought a you know a bike in that didn't work, and eventually I decided you know. I would be much more comfortable if I knew that this, you know, that my own bike that I'm using to commute and and get exercise and hang out with friends is in good shape. Yeah, so. brakes working, so working it's a plus. Is good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, basically, once I decided, and the first thing I ever had to do on my own bike in ter- in terms of doing bike mechanic things was I actually had to saw the brake levers off because we couldn't get we couldn't figure out a way to get them off otherwise so you just saw them off so i had to saw them off mm. and and there's something about doing Thank that you. that really made me think like oh i would really enjoy sawing <laughs> more things <laughs> putting a bike together that didn't involve mm. using a saw mm. and did you yeah. have a bike a frame in mind or did you just take a frame that was there um one of the kind of one of the challenges of of probably i'd say the biggest challenge about building your own bike um, at the kitchen is finding a frame that yeah, is the right size definitely. for you. So I had little patience. Yeah, you have to have a little bit of patience, and you have to you know check in pretty frequently 
um, see what n- what new frames have come in, um, wait for someone generous to donate a bunch of frames. Uh-huh. Um, but once you get the frame, then then you're set. And if you come to, how can you get a bike at Bike Kitchen? If you come and say you want to build a bike and then you do it there, you can mm-hmm. have the frame and the price? Yeah, we basically have um, the bikes that are all hanging in the kitchen are all tagged. And um, they're either tagged as someone that's working on them or they're tagged as free. So basically someone comes in, like if someone came in today and was like, yes, I would like to build a bike. Um, okay, so we say, all right, well, let's look around. Let's see what we have. And if we have something that fits them and, you know, we kind of ask them, do you want a mountain bike? Do you want a road bike or, you know, a beach cruiser? Like, what are you after? So we try to find something that fits them. And sometimes you'll find something and it's perfect. And that's awesome when that happens. But, um, you know, it's not, it is, I, I don't know, I guess it's kind of split between when someone comes in and it, there's just a, a frame there that's perfect or even a bike that just needs some work but a lot of times you do kind of have to tell people like oh if you're really if you're wanting a road bike and you're kind of picky about what you want like just keep coming in and checking in because yeah. you know we only have what people donate to us it's not like we're ordering stock so we can only do so much and yeah and then i mean another important part is uh, of the bike kitchen is that we we're very, very proud that we um, never turn anyone away for lack of funds. So mm-hmm. if you oh, yeah. don't have, um, we sort of price the bikes based on how much money, right? You how much are can interested you in spending? Spend. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are people who need uh, a bike for transportation, mm-hmm. and um, that's another reason we're doing this fundraising campaign is to really ensure that if anyone needs a bike, they can come to the kitchen. And they will be able to leave with a bike. Right. It's working and it's mm-hmm. safe. And uh, yeah, that was definitely like earlier. I said there was like two things that really like get me excited about working there. The one is like watching someone ride off on a bike that they built, and the second one is definitely watching someone that comes in who either like has a bike that you know maybe they found in a scrap heap, and you can tell that this is like their livelihood. They need it to get around. They might mm-hmm. be semi homeless, and they come in and they literally would have nowhere else to go. Like I remember. Evan once saying, mm-hmm. you know, this guy had been in, he'd been working on this bike that he got, and, you know, in the end, he paid, like, a dollar, and, you know, usually we would say, oh, suggested donation, because he had been there for a while, it was probably, like, something like $25 or something, mm-hmm. and he only had a dollar, and, you know, that was all he could afford, so if that's all you can afford, then, mm-hmm. like, it's nice that we're here, and we can provide that service, because Evan was like, if not here, he would have nowhere else to mm-hmm. go, and we right. ensured yeah. that he rode away, and that he could now get to and from, um, you know, whatever day jobs that he had. So tell me about the fundraising. What, what else are you guys doing? What are you doing? So we, so far we've, we've started, um, doing barbecues on Sundays and, um, I think we're going to try to, we don't have any exact dates yet, but I think we'll be doing that throughout May. Check the blog and the website. Yeah. Check the, keep, keep up on the blog. Uh, and then we also are at the end of, um, of the campaign in mid-June, we're going to have a, a big celebratory party because we'll have finished we'll raise raised the money. all the fun, you know, raised all the money. From listeners like you. Um, <laughs> we're going to be doing more bike rides. We're thinking about putting together an alley cat or a scavenger hunt. Um, we've also thought... What's an alley cat? Uh, it's a bike race. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bike race, everyone. Um, yeah, so the alleys of Los Angeles. A, a bike race and... Um, we're also one of the, another thing that we have at, at the bike kitchen is um, on Monday nights we have a night for um, women and transgender called Bitchin, and we're thinking about doing a uh, women of the bike kitchen slash Bitchin bike ride. Nice. Um, 
So there's a lot of stuff going on, and and again, all of it's we you know have like a suggested donation of five dollars um, to help uh, raise funds. But you can also donate online. Uh, you can come into the kitchen and join. We have a, a friends of the kitchen sort of membership club. Um, if you donate $5, you can get a spoke card. If you donate $50, we have a really, really amazing logo for the campaign um, that we have T-shirts to, to give away. So, um, mm-hmm. $5 for five years? Yeah. $50 for five years? <laughs> 500 anyone? Um, so. so how much have you raised so far? So far, we're about at, I think, $8,000. Wow. Um, we've got a couple other um, very generous donations that are coming that we're sort of waiting to to have cleared, and then we just got word of a a group that is donating um, matching funds, who's offered eight thousand dollars. So if we can raise another eight thousand dollars, they will match that, um, which is really really exciting. Yeah. Um, so. That's awesome. Who's, can you say who the group is that's going to help you or no? That's not clear if you can say that. I'm not sure if I can say that. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> I think it's. Sure. I think it would be. It will be online if if we're okay. if we're. When we get it, we'll um, <laughs> maybe we'll announce it. Yeah, then. I think we I will. actually don't know who it is. So yeah, I I have to check. <laughs> so so bike catching is the is becoming this institution, this this recognized by the city. Uh, thing. Yeah. A little bit, yeah, definitely. I mean, I mean the fact that we got that space um, in Holly West, like that, you know, that we're we're getting a little bit. Um, we're still underground, you know, we're still punk rock, but people are recognizing us, and that's always nice because obviously we do need help, and you know, we've sustained ourselves for five years, but it's been a rough couple of years, and now we're reaching out to anyone and everyone to hopefully, you know, get some more funding and let the kitchen live on so yeah. you can ride on. Yeah, and there's, I mean, we have a lot of different programs that, that people are excited about. We also have a, a program for um, the youth who called Earn a Bike, and that is, um, they meet two days a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and, and over the course of a couple months, put to, again, put together a bike. Um, and we ha- th- those kids are great, and they, they do a lot of... Um, volunteer work with the kitchen and they're actually mm-hmm. doing bike wash bike washes every i don't know if it's every sunday but we, we're having a couple of bike uh, bike washes um on I sunday i do need to get my bike washed right mm-hmm. yeah that sounds great. especially in this city you know <laughs> a couple weeks in year it's a little grimy yeah does that include all the like the really gummy stuff in there and then like the have you yes, had your bike washed I have, yet? I have washed my bike a couple of times. I have not had it washed. I'm, I, I bet they get in there with some toothbrush action. <laughs> That'd be great. Well, yeah, some degreaser. How do we know when the, when the bike wash is? Again, all of it's going to be updated on the blog. I believe that we're doing a bike wash tomorrow. Oh, really? Man, I didn't even I know so. about that. Yeah, no, everything, like, uh, our moderator, Kelly... Uh, who's amazing? She updates the blog all the time, so so everyone should start reading keep it. check in. We have little cook profiles. Yeah, it's a really good blog actually, and uh, the website as well. We'll have information, and we also have a bunch of new workshops that we're offering. Um, so if you're kind of depending on what you're looking for, some people really just like to come in and and work on their bikes during the the kitchen hours. But if you would prefer having a more structured format of of learning different things, they have wheel building and and just very basic um basic wrenching and even even more kind of i don't know how you would call it but uh advanced 
Well, there's definitely basic. advanced stuff, but they also have just you know how how a do you become a, yeah how do you right. become a bike commuter? Yeah, it's it's definitely like that's what we're also working on is getting more um, of a schedule of having these classes because we've kind of had them on and off in the past. So now we're trying to do like okay, so you know two times a month we will have a workshop about wheels and for these two days a month we're going to have a workshop about you know such and such and just trying to get more of a schedule so people can can kind of get you know almost have it like a program like oh i've gone to this workshop and maybe i'll go to this workshop next month and and if you have any ideas or things that you are interested in learning about um Mm -hmm. we're always happy to take suggestions yeah for sure great and your website is again uh, BicycleKitchen.com. And the, is that the blog too? Is there? There's a link to the blog on the on the main website. Yeah, I think that's it's BCCosina. B-I-C-I-C-O-C-I-N-A. Dot blogspot.com. Yeah. And I don't know. Do you want to give out the phone number of the kitchen? Yeah, it's three two three. No caro. No caro. No We have chicken leather on the phone. Do you know chicken leather? No. Getting stressed about phosphorus. Chicken or Leather is a kill radio DJ, and he is also an avid rider. He's he does all the rides, Word. and he's all over town. And Chicken Leather, and know. here he is. Cool. Chicken awesome. Leather. Hey, how you doing, there, Nick? I'm great. Having a good day? Yes. We I I uh, just want to comment that uh, the bike kitchen. Uh, I'm sure they they started with some of the early things that they started out with, uh, which was. Uh, out of the Eco Village, I'm sure they've touched That's on right. that, but uh, one, of, one of the key points I'd like to point out is it also spawned a lot of other uh, community biking programs, including the one that I'm associated with out in uh, Highland Park, the Bike Oven, and um, yeah, for sure. they do their fundraising and stuff. I think yeah. it's uh, really good that the community get involved with things. Uh, we ourselves are doing a, an art night tonight, uh, a little art ride that we like to call the
cool. Yeah. Let, so we've got a lot mm-hmm. to talk about. We've got yeah. a lot to talk about. Tons yeah. of stuff to talk about. Oh, yeah. Tons of things to do so on your bicycle. Yes. All right. Well, thanks I, so much. I even saw, yeah. and this is just uh, the last parting thing, Jim Bledsoe is riding around on some kitty bike slash uh, trailer extravaganza he built in, in, um, in his backyard. I, I think it was quite incredible. Jim Bledsoe is a bicycle kitchen cook. Yeah. Is this a new project? Okay, well, yeah, what, do you know about the kitty bike? I don't. I only know that, that, that Jim Bledsoe built a cake because our logo for the um, the fundraiser is, <laughs> is a, a, a cake, a birthday cake riding a bicycle. And he built a cake so that he could ride around in a bicycle, <laughs> on a bicycle in a cake costume. Cake but costume I am cake. not sure about... Uh, I don't know about the kitty right. project. Well, I wouldn't put it on. All right, you guys get back to uh, All right. the show. All right. All right, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, bye, gentlemen. Yeah, no, it's true. So many, so many things that have yeah. come because, I mean, it feels like they're kind of popping up everywhere now. And actually, just the other day, um, Chris sent a link uh, at a, for a bike kitchen at a school, um, Smith College, I think. And now they have a bicycle kitchen at their school. And it's kind of like this idea is really... It's catching on because it's so, fun and. But and it's not just LA. I mean, there's Mm-mm. right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, there. it's it's all over the place. Yeah, yeah. actually, my my good friend in um in Melbourne, Australia, I was she's built. She's been getting into building bikes and kind of rescuing bikes and putting them back together. And I told her about the kitchen, and she was like, "Wow, that's fantastic!" And then she sent me a link for a place that's very similar, a bike co-op that they have right there in Melbourne, and. You know, I spent six months there, and I didn't even know I was there. <laughs> but, yeah, so they're everywhere, I think. It's just, you know, the word is kind of starting to spread. Hey, bicycling's actually really, really awesome. And uh, and there's something about no, it, with, when once you know how to mm. kind of do the maintenance on, on the bike, it just it becomes so much more easy yeah. um, and, and feasible to to continue riding it. Yeah, um, keeping it up. And because, there, I mean, there's a lot of different types of, of of cyclists out there. I'm Oh, for sure. I'm I'm willing to admit that I for me it's more of a it's transportation. I'm I'm a commuter by bike and um I don't do a lot of the group rides. I don't do I it it's not something that I started out at least doing for fun. It was like mm-hmm. a very practical right. utilitarian thing and and then and there's other people who just, you know, want to go on all the group rides. And, and so, like, it's a very diverse mm-hmm. group of people who are who are using their, their right. bikes. and um, Which is what is, I think it's, it's so perfect. great. Yeah, because yeah. there's, there's a little something for everyone in it, you know. There's there's the young kids who are really into making the fixed gear bikes and getting in all the, the specialty, the gourmet parts. <laughs> and, uh, you know, then there's, there's the people that it's just strictly like, this is how I get to and from work. I don't want to drive or I can't afford to drive. Um and you know, there's that, and then and I'm really excited about to do it as like athletic. Yeah, I, I think I'm kind of a mishmash <laughs> of all three of those. And I'm excited about biking in LA. I think yeah, um, of all the places definitely. I've lived, I, definitely. I know that that we we talk about the sprawl and we talk about the the cars and all that, but I love I love biking in LA, and I love that my commute of of twelve and a half miles uh, is often faster on bike than it is on the. It's definitely right? faster totally. than the bus. It's it's often faster than traffic. <laughs> Yeah, um, it's and it. I it's feel really like it, exciting. It kind of you realize that okay, we are kind of sprawled, but you realize that the city's more connected than you think. Like, 
living in Silver Lake, it's like, okay, I can get to the center of Hollywood in about 15 minutes. I can get to downtown in 10 minutes. I can get up to Los Feliz in, you know, five minutes. I could go, I could go to Burbank, take, you know, go next to the LA River. That would probably take me 20 minutes. It's like, okay, everything's not as far as we think. I mean, you know, the beach is only 15 miles if you're going straight there. And it's much easier to escape than, than you think it is. Yeah. Um, no, I get excited about it. <laughs> Super excited about it. So what is your 12-mile commute? Um, so I, uh, I live sort of in between Echo Park and Silver Lake, and I, um, I was working and going to school at UCLA, and so I had a 25, about 25 miles round trip She's hardcore. each day. Um, and, but, you know, it's, it's, like I said, it's, it's, I, I, do, I do would sometimes take the bus, um, but it's always faster to bike. Mm. Um, and, and probably more enjoyable too. You get there and you're yeah. kind of like, ah, yeah. And the, the few times that I have gone in a car, it's just been, it takes <laughs> oh, forever. Oh, it's wretched. Yeah. I've done that too. I'm, I'm running late. I, I'll just take my car and then I'm it's like, never wait, faster. it's actually <laughs> taking me longer and I'm really frustrated right now. <laughs> so. All right. Well, let's, uh, play a little bike music. Well, just, yeah, a little, bike uh, music. Interlude here.
love a true and a wheel. <laughs> so, yeah, how about true and a wheel? Yeah, we can, we can talk about, or just like challenges. Or, I, I could ramble about bikes for a long time. So. What's your favorite repair? Is that even a valid uh, question? No, yeah, question? Yeah, it's totally a good question. Um, my, my personal favorite uh, is uh, truing a wheel, uh, which is the process of making sure that the each each spoke around a wheel has to have uh the right amount of tension so that when the wheel spins it's um spinning evenly on all the sides right so when you have when you see a wheel that's kind of wonky kind of doing the like like clown wheel action it just means that your wheel is out of true i always thought it was something like oh the rims bend like no it's just the spoke tension so um there's there's a the the way that the spokes um, are connected to the rim, which is the sort of, it's usually the silver round part that you think of when you, when you say a, a wheel, um, you basically just have to tighten them with um, what is called a spoke wrench and uh, make, ensure that, that the tension is even um, for the entire wheel. And there's something about that process that I really, really love. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it is something that you need to be, Zen mode. Calm. You can't be in a hurry. Um, and at the the bike kitchen, we have sort of in the back, we have a separate room that is is for doing you know work on working on your wheels mm-hmm. um, because you do have to be a little bit calm. You can't be in a rush. You want to make sure that this is done right. And it's really kind of for me at least, it's it's where the the science and the art of of bike Mix. maintenance sort of meet. Mm. And um, I really love. I really. If anyone is interested in learning how to true a wheel, hmm. I should have you um, uh, <laughs> look I'm, at mine. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to help. And it's again, it is. It's a process. And um, but once you've done it once, you get a lot better at it. And um, I think the the key too is that it's a lot of times <clears throat> you think like, oh, it's kind of moving. You know, because you're looking at it, you put it in a stand, and you're kind of looking at it straight on. You're spinning it and seeing kind of where the warble is, and you're just doing these fine-tuning adjustments. And I think a lot of times, at least for me, like, my initial reaction was like, oh, it's kind of moving, so I just like, turn this one, I'll turn this one. And it's really, you, you kind of have to get in the zone, and really it's just super slight adjusting as opposed to, like, really, I don't know, do you agree? Yeah, it's, 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 like, a, it's insta- kind of in your mind, instead of doing, like, a full turn... You'll be doing like quarter turns. Quarter turns, right? Yeah. Um, what's your favorite? Um, you know, I just I built my first wheel and I actually really enjoyed doing it. Like I was so I was so putting it off because I was like, all right, I, I want to build my own wheel. And every time I would say that to someone, they'd be like, oh, oh so yeah, heard, I, I did that once, and I was like, yeah. oh god, I don't I don't think I'm really gonna enjoy. You, you doing heard it. This. You heard it here first. Molly and Ryan love working on the wheels. We like the wheels, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, everything else is fun too. I kind of like brakes. I kind of uh, really. I kind of have a thing with brakes. Um, I like derailers. Oh, see, I don't know derailers. Yeah, I yeah. like I like working on derailers. I mean, the night. The, another nice thing about about the bike kitchen, and, and this will be different at the new location, Holly West, um, is that we have so many used parts. You can really kind of mm-hmm. put things together. Um, right, which can be a blessing and a curse at the same time. Yeah, because you'll get like all the way. You think like you've gotten all the way to the end. You're like, yes, it is complete. And then like one little part in it is just broken. But if you don't have like enough knowledge, <laughs> you don't realize that until you go to like put it on. You're like, oh, something is not quite yeah. working. I do think I like, I also like overhauling hubs. Yeah, me too. Because <laughs> it's exciting. You get down to like, you know, you don't realize, I feel like when you're just like looking at a wheel, you're like, oh, yeah, it's a wheel. But 
you know, working at the kitchen or just doing your own bike stuff, if you do it on your own, you just realize all the little components that yeah. make it work. And once you get down to, like, cleaning each ball bearing, it's like, whoa, like, this is what's actually making it spin. It's pretty cool. Yeah, so. What, what's the hardest repair or the most challenging? Um, I think, like, you know, I, there's so hub, many things that, that I don't. What? what? The hub sounds hard. The, the actually It's not the, too it's bad. Derailers, I think, are probably... Yeah, because that's, like, a very fine tune. I think that the biggest challenge uh, for for bike building is when someone comes in with a bike that they that hasn't been ridden for a long time mm-hmm. and you have to start replacing parts um and i getting think that to fit. The, the, yeah getting getting the a used part from the kitchen to fit onto mm-hmm. a, yeah. a used bike mm-hmm. um but i i think that really the the most frustrating thing is like ryan was saying it's when you think you got it and then there's just something, something. is off, right? And you can't, you can't figure, figure it, out, it out, which is when, when, when it's you're using, great to have and when you're all using the cooks with, yeah, exactly, because you just you know you can get someone that has a little bit more knowledge and you know can more easily deduce what might be wrong. Because when you're at least when you're working with new parts, you can kind of say, okay, well, it's definitely not this because it's brand new. But like when it's at the kitchen, you know, sometimes it's a little bit more of a challenge, which is also great because you learn so much more about all the parts because you have to know each and every little component because, okay, well, which part isn't working? Like, I can't say, oh, it's not this because it's brand new. (laughs) So it could be anything. So you kind of have to pick it all apart. And then that's the thing. You know, people will come in and sometimes you have a great day. You know, everything's working. You're putting it on. It's just going on great. And it's sweet sailing. But then other times, nothing you do wants to fit and nothing wants to work. But at the end of the day, you come away and you're like, wow, I learned so much more about that because it didn't work. You know, without those challenges, you just kind of put it together and you wouldn't really analyze what was happening with the mechanics. Mm -hmm. And I think that a good rule of thumb is to work under the assumption that it's going to take longer than you think it will. Oh, yes, always. If you come in and you think, like, (laughs) oh, this is a 20-minute fix, it's going to take you at least two hours. Yeah, that sounds But when you come in and you think, like, okay, this could take a couple hours, quite possibly you could get it done faster. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. And it's it's nice that it's a fun space. We have music playing, and it's a really good group of people. And I feel like the people that find the kitchen and seek it out are Are usually pretty pretty cool (laughs) kids. Yeah, it's when I... you know, I had the of what most people have when they come to LA, and it's a little bit lonely, mm. and I hate LA. And when I started working, that was someone had told me about the kitchen. I kind of heard about it a few times, and once I hear about something a few times, I'm like, all right, I better check this out. And that's where I ended up making all of my friends, and I finally felt like, wow, this is a really cool community of people that I can feel connected with, and they're yeah. doing great things and having a lot of fun. And that's and another thing yeah, we're trying like to do saving. with the the fundraising campaign is sort of get start doing more things as a community so that right. we're not just I mean we yeah, obviously we don't want to be love, exclusive. We love working on on our bikes and that sort of thing, but it it's great to get out of the kitchen um, yeah. as a group mm-hmm. um, and just meet. It's really fun to you know meet other meet some of the people, some of the clients who come in in a non bike Work mechanic way. setting. Yeah. I think that's... We just had a barbecue last weekend, and it was just a lot of yeah, fun. Yeah, so fun. Um, just hanging out with everyone and, and meeting the clients and that sort of thing. 
how many uh, in the clients come to? Mm-hmm. Clients. I'm like, that sounds so official. It's, yeah, I it know. I know. We do say client, though, don't we? Yeah. We do. We do. I mean, we have a cool word for Customers. the volunteers, no. the cooks. I'm just trying to think of I know. I know. What would match with, like, kitchen, kitchen. right? I would be the like, customers, right? Yeah, it would like be diners. customers. Diners. diners. Yeah, Ooh. they should be diners. Yeah, the diners. That would be good. So, I like that. <laughs> how how that. many um, how many cooks are there? I think we're about forty. That sounds about right. Yeah, I never, I never quite know because there's some people who are um, inactive, right? Yeah. So they're involved, but it just means that they're not coming in to do wrenching. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, if you're interested, if you um, if you're interested in sort of uh, becoming a volunteer, you don't have to have any prior bike mechanic knowledge. No. Um, you just have to come in, and there's a process um, called shadowing, uh, where you come in a certain number of times, and there's some things you need to, you know, learn how to do, and just basic, you know, like how the kitchen functions and, and what we're about, and um, we're always looking for more volunteers too. So, okay, yeah, come along. All right. Well, it. we are uh, at the end of our show. This was a short show, but um, I hope you got to say most of what you. Want to talk about? I so. Yeah, I think talk so. Talk about the mm-hmm. fundraiser, and mm-hmm. that's really important. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Anything you want to say to close up? Come visit us. Go Come to, talk yeah. to us. Ride your bike. <laughs> Heliotrope and, and Melrose. Yeah. Treat your bike well. It needs love, too. <laughs> yeah, keep up with us. Okay. Well, I'm going to go out with the song Bicycle Seat that I tried, that I was going oh, to play right, yeah. before. And if you're listening to podcast, you're listening to kpfk.org. And thank you for KPFK um, podcasting our show. And also you can contact us at livebiketalk at gmail.com. Thank you. When you get to be grown up, what you wanna be? I say, hey mama, hey mama, don't wanna be no doctor man. No politician, no movie star, cause all these things we got. Now, there's a job I'd like to have that you can never be. To be 42, a chrome frame, and be a bicycle seat. So sweet if I were the bicycle seat. Ride, ride, little cheek. Sit on me, I'm a bicycle seat. No more hustle, no more deals. No more trying to sneak those bills. No more cruising on cosmic raps. No more standing for the little lies. No more hacking at little bums. No more chasing after mums. No more would you like to dance. No more I just need the chance. Everything I really need. He's riding round upon a seat No more to go to waste With you pressed against my face Life would be oh so sweet If I was a bicycle seat Ride, ride, little cheek